the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tier. And we are joined once again by our good friend Marcus, who decided that he wants to come talk about the end of the world. Ah! No so, place I'd rather be. <laughs> so, uh, has, uh, did anyone besides me watch the, the fuckery take place on TV? Which fuckery? There was a lot of fuckery. Well, starting with Zelensky's address to Congress. You followed mean the bleeding followed, heart. I'm I am the hero speech. Followed by the Biden. We're going to give up a billion more dollars. Yeah. Worth of weapons. <laughs> or That's Lindsey why they Graham. That's why they want to confiscate all of our guns, so they can give them to everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> That's good business. Well, well, okay, let's talk about the obvious glaring thing that nobody in the media wants to talk about. If Ukraine is winning and Russia is losing, why the fuck is Zelensky begging for our intervention? I just feel like uh, Dennis Hopper in Speed. Pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> I, I, it's it's pageantry though. Yeah, no, but if you're no winning the hell. war, yeah. But the, here's the thing: that there is no chance in hell that Ukraine wins without Correct. intervention. There's no chance in hell. And then pushing and then inflaming it, everyone. I'm talking world leaders. I'm talking Britain, Germany, us, Canada, Australia. Us pushing it has been geared to put us in this position. Mm-hmm. And we're going to send up a billion more dollars. Anybody realize it took them how long to, to finally give us a... You, know. you realize that that's, that's brought the total up of Ukraine aid package to almost $16 billion, right? Don't forget, they just passed a, an omnibus bill that gave them $13.6 billion. So we're almost at $15 billion, not $16. Then couldn't we use to that shit here at home? Uh, well, I mean, we have Hey, no it's borders. nice. It's nice having a president and an administration that cares about borders. Too bad it's not ours. Well, that's another thing. It's like, look at the U.S. We, so look at our administration. They're throwing money at this. Throwing money left and right. We have so much shit going on over here. And they say, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to be involved in this war, right? And they're throwing money at it left and right. And it has to make you think, why? Because it's pissing the Russians off. What was it that I uh, I sent you? Was that all? No, I didn't send it. It was one of the oligarchs, uh, one of the mafia guys was talking and he he made a comment. He's like, I don't think they understand. Basic translations. I don't think they understand how much control we have. Says so we'll go over there, you know, in their own in their own country. 
They're getting look, pissed off. Look, everybody talks about how corrupt Ukraine is. Uh, number one country for corruption right now is the United States. Because let, let's be honest. If you sit here and you look at it, Joe Biden, after, after President Zelensky's speech, stood up for 10 minutes, took no questions, and just gave away a, a billion dollars worth of American taxpayer money, and then took no questions as he walked off the stage. I guarantee you in that it's the same as it was in Afghanistan. For every $1 billion sent there, $20 billion get laundered through. So I guarantee you that that dude, who is a genius when it comes to being a mafia don, right, sit here and he just he just laundered a billion dollars in 10 minutes. That is pretty good fucking turnover. I'm just saying. Well, it pisses me off. You know, looking back at Russia, and and you looked at uh, Switzerland froze all the Russian uh, higher ups their uh, bank accounts, right? And then all of a sudden, Russia comes out that they're sanctioning um, Americans. You know, fourteen of them, and it's the administration, Hillary Clinton. You know, the the people that we've been bashing on for who people knows, that we kind of just don't 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 kind of like yeah do some more do some more yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly we want more <laughs> sanctions on these people <laughs> i just want to know like well think about this what they, these people have in the ukraine you know like i right. want to say something and i don't want people to take this wrong fuck it bring a condom i'm gonna raw dog your fucking feelings you imbeciles all right look all these people are sitting here going yo russia evil russia evil russia evil and yes russia is pretty fucking disgusting but at least they sanctioned 14 people that were giving them shit not an entire nation yeah no it's true yeah, United States, everybody else is sanctioning the Russian people like that's actually going to do anything to the government. It's funny, so, like, if, like okay. history repeating itself, sorry, like you, you think about the Japanese internment camps, right? And now we're sanctioning the Russian people in the United States who are American citizens, but, you know, for the most part. Like, you know, I'm sure there's some who aren't, but at the same time, they're here. They're not there. Well, and that's the other thing is like... <laughs> How long do you think until we have Russian internment camps here? What are you talking about? You already have them. We can't blame Trump for it, you know. Like, and then what, everyone's going to get behind it. Like, who, who you know, like who's they already get have them. Like, if you, it, there is a British, there is a British tennis player who lives in. He's a British citizen, but he has a Russian name and Russian ancestors, and he cannot play until. He sits here and admonishes Putin. He's not a that, what, what I was trying to say is here in the United States, but people are are starting to the sentiment's starting to build on you know rounding these people up and in the name of security. And I'm sitting here going, you all wouldn't even protect our border from illegal immigrants, but you're willing to arrest American citizens simply citizens. because of where they were born. Not even born. No, just, just share the last name. Uh, just have Russian ancestry, which is why I'm screwed. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've got Danish, so I'm fine. 
I'm an albino Italian. I mean, I, I, my, my ancestor is Italian, but Sicilian, they were invaded by everybody. And I'm pale, so I don't even know what I am. Sicily. <laughs> Sicily. Sicily's a lot like that really, really loud, angry-sounding chick that's been run train on by everybody. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> oh, my bad, Marcus. My bad. <laughs> but no. As if I didn't feel shit enough, the world's ending. Let, let's talk about the crazy shit that just happened. He came on, the Zelensky came on and gave this impassioned speech. Right? Impassioned speech. He used keywords from Martin Luther King's speech, from Winston Churchill, from Ronald Reagan. This dude is a masterful order in terms of making the speech. And then he switches to English to challenge the president directly. But before that, they insert child being blown up and all of these atrocities that the Russians are supposedly doing to all the children. And it tugged on everybody's heartstrings. Drip, 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 drip. Right? And then he comes into, switches to English and says... We all need to come together as a world and we need to sit here and we need to sit here. And if you are, uh, you know, directly addresses Biden, says you are the president of the United States, you need to be a leader for the world. We implore you to come help us because a man who wants to be the leader of the free world must be a leader of peace first. Yeah, those that I'm is sorry, straight what? up propaganda. Yeah, that is straight up propaganda. You know what it's like? It's like during Christmas time when uh, those um, shelter commercials come on. In the arms of an You know, I have learned to hate that song. I know I because know. of those because of those commercials. Yeah. Just, okay, look, I can I can't make you love the song, but I can make you love those commercials. Because of a TikTok trend, when they said, I have been alive for X number of years, and I've never seen a Chinese restaurant advertised in the arms (laughs) 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 But it's true, though. Okay, hold on for a second. It's true. I am 31 years old, and I have never once in my life seen an advertisement for a Chinese restaurant. I don't ever think I've seen one on the major channels, but I have seen them on the public access channels. They're all over the place there. You know, it's funny. <laughs> now that I, like, I never even thought about that. But I, <laughs> like, I, I, much, like, I can't honestly say I'm racking my brain right now. <clears throat> but then... I saw a commercial for PETA with a bunch of cats. People eat tasty animals? Yes. <laughs> Those PETA videos are fucking intense. So I want to show you. Do you have any clips of Zelensky's speech? Because I only got to read the transcripts. No. I just read the transcripts. I mean, I just watched it. On. Share. Share screen. Nobody else can see it but me, and that's okay. All right, share. I'm going to show you this clip, this little statement, Twitter from Dan Crenshaw. The U.S. Congress listening intently to Ukrainian President Zelensky. His testimony was heart-wrenching. He played a video filled with footage of the atrocities being committed by Russia. 
No, it wasn't propaganda. Lies! It was real life. The propaganda is being perpetrated by Russia. And only Russia. Full stop. I love how people use the term full stop because it's usually you could tell anything that came before that is utter bullshit. <laughs> That's like when somebody says, but I'm not racist, but, and then proceeds to say the most racist thing ever <laughs> after that statement. But thanks because they, you know, started with, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not racist or sexist, but uh, pumpkin spice really is a basic white bitch thing. So I want to show you some articles. <laughs> did you just insult pumpkin spice? Yes, I did. Fuck off. I'm not just for that, bitch. I get to show you all of the bad news. Okay. So I want you to see. Oh, shit. Wrong one. Ha. Universe said no. Universe doesn't get a choice. I'm sharing the wrong window. That's why. Sarah. The UN, head of the UN, bone chilling nuclear war is a possibility. The Secretary General of the United Nations became the latest global figure to state that a nuclear war is on the horizon. And he said this Monday, this is before our, uh, our uh, Congress started to rattle sabers even more, right? describing it as a bone-chilling development. UN head Antonio Guterres warned that the escalation of war in Ukraine, whether by accident or design, threatens the existence of life on Earth, noting that the, pro uh, the prospect of nuclear conflict, once unthinkable, is now back within the realm of possibility. This war goes far beyond Ukraine. <clears throat> hey, hold on a minute. You went by one of those statements that I like to make. War will have no winners, only losers. Because nobody wins in war. Some people just lose harder. Well, in a nuclear war, we all lose. <laughs> Badly. I, uh, you were the one that shared to me last night. Thank you, by the way, because I haven't made a video at 2.30 in the fucking morning in a <laughs> long time. You're welcome. Uh, I couldn't sleep till I got to say something about it. I was like, holy shit. Um, You're welcome. And this is why you should turn off your phone. No, uh, because you. you either, chum. But huh? I was laying in bed. And, I was laying in bed, and I heard my phone buzz, and I knew exactly who it was, and I knew exactly, <laughs> I knew exactly. What I, I want to get a good night's sleep tonight. All right. <laughs> I knew exactly right. what the uh, topic was going to be. The Russian statesman literally is like, "Hey, we want reparations. We want you know." Part of California, we want all of Alaska, and if you don't like it, we're kind of you know we'll strike you with with nukes on U.S. soil. And I'm sitting here going, <laughs> "Hold up, Houston, you will submit to us, or you will be destroyed." But they don't have to, and they know it. No, they don't have to. However, remember yesterday, I did say that the one way to make people forget what happened before was to have a war. That is how they've done it throughout history. To make people forget what happened before the war, have a war. And people will just be happy that it's over. It happened in World War One. happened in World War II. Now, now, World War III. We're going to call it the, uh, the Great Global... Never mind. Reset? Nope. 
Global reset? Nope, nope. Say nope, it. Not saying say it. it. Say it. Say it. We're going to call it the Great Mulligan. <laughs> you got it. There's a mulligan coming. It's called the Great Reset. I'm not saying that word. Now, does Russia have the nuclear capacity? To- they know ah, more than we do. I'm glad that you said that. Now, there was an article that came out that said that the nuclear the nuclear arsenal of Russia and China are several years behind us. That combined, they have more, but our technology is higher. And I said, well, you, you don't know that. So I went and I got some of, I went and talked to some of my friends and they gave me a list. So let's start with the, the RS-28 Sarmat. While the U.S. still relies on hopelessly outdated Minuteman three missiles. That first one in service in 1970, Russians have developed the most advanced intercontinental ballistic missiles on the entire planet. So this is what my buddy sent me. Right? He said the RS-28, sometimes known as the Satan II, has been in development since 2014 and was famously described as capable of wiping out parts of the Earth the size of Texas or France. By Russia's state-owned media, the missile has a range of 6,385 miles and carries a warhead jam-packed with multiple independent re-entry vehicles that boost a combined destructive yield of 50 megatons. In other words... Why does it sound like you're describing the... Remember the entrance to Iron Man where he goes, I give you the Jericho? (laughs) Why does it sound like they took that and made it into a nuke? Fuck it, why not? In other words, the RS-28 Sarmat carries a destructive yield greater than 35 times that of the Minuteman III. America's most powerful nuclear bomb in service, the B-83, also boasts just a 1.2 megaton yield. And even the most powerful nuclear weapon in America's history, the 9 megaton B-53, rings in at less than one-fifth the yield of the mighty Sarmat. Hold on. So, I'm not, I'm not oh, done, oh, but go ahead. Go. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, so when, for all intents and purposes, you know, the Cold War ended, and and we took it uh, on good word that everybody was, uh, you know, decommissioning nu- their nuclear programs and nuclear bombs. Apparently, we were the only ones who did. Yeah, yeah, that that's how that works. So the Russians have also developed the, the Russians have also developed a very alarming line of hypersonic missiles that we have no way to defend against. In fact, the Russians just released footage of the Zircon hypersonic nuclear missile, which can travel at speeds of up to 7,000 miles an hour. Wait. Yes? Wouldn't the friction cause it to fall apart? Nope. Holy shit. How fast? 7,000 miles per hour. Meanwhile, the U.S. is way behind the Russian and the Chinese when it comes to hypersonic missiles. But and this is what my buddy sent me. He said, uh, what he told me. He says, if the Russians were to actually hit the United States with a surprise first strike, they would utilize what's known as black hole submarines. They're the Project 877 class submarines known as the Kilo class to NATO and the West. Uh, they're called the black hole because uh, <clears throat> they're extremely quiet. The class has been built more or less continuously for 30 years and it's a testament to their effectiveness at sea. Black Hole submarines were designed to be as quiet as possible. That makes them ideal for sneak attacks. 
A lot of silencing went into the kilos. The hole it, uh, has the appropriate shape of a drop of water, which greatly reduces water resistance. Uh, the propulsion plant is isolated on a rubber base, so it doesn't touch the hole, which prevents vibrations from turning into noise that can be heard outside the boat. The ship is also covered in a rubbery anoechoic coating to deaden noise emanating from the submarine, which occasionally gives the submarines a blocky appearance noticeable in photographs when they're ever seen. The air regeneration system keeps the crew supplied with oxygen for up to 260 hours, giving the ship almost two weeks' worth of underwater endurance. These submarines have the ability to sneak up to our coastlines without us even realizing they're there. And once they lost their missiles, we would only have a few seconds to respond. As terrifying as it sounds, uh, <clears throat> they, they have a submarine-launched weapon known as the Poseidon. All right. Unlike submarine-launched nuclear missiles, both Russia and the United States maintain as part of their nuclear triads the Status-6, sometimes called Poseidon, right, or its de NATO designation of Canyon, is actually a submersible drone. Once deployed by a Russian Navy submarine, the drone can travel autonomously towards its target, covering more than 5,400 miles at depth and as low as 3,300 feet. Once it finds its target, the Status 6 simply parks and waits for the command to detonate. We never see it coming because they could already be there. Then they could use the Poseidons to detonate on all of our major coastal cities and detonate them all simultaneously. Just think about what that would mean. They can be equipped with a 100 megaton weapon. Hold on. You're like the fucking good news sunshine bear. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just want to say, hey, uh, Pops, I think they understood the, the whole issue with the uh, former Russian uh, commander or captain. The, the the one that said, no, I won't launch the nuke, even though everything yes. good. Yes, you we are found correct. the answer to that. Hold on. So let's put it this way. 100 megatons. I just want you to, to think about how big that is, right? So a detonation of the magnitude not only destroys and explodes a massive area and irradiates it, but because it's positioned underwater, it would result in a radioactive tsunami that would reach far further inland than the blast itself. In no uncertain terms, the Status 6 is intended to serve as a doomsday weapon. My buddy sits here and then circles when he sent it to me. He says, this sort of weapon is not one that you use to win wars but to end them and end them quickly. Such a weapon would destroy New York City in 18 seconds. So, uh, Marky Mark, <laughs> yeah. I got I got plenty of land. Uh, you want to? Yeah, I'm coming. I'm bringing all my kids. <laughs> but, I don't know. I'm I on just... that one, too. That tsunami to wipe, would wipe out. <clears throat> Speaking of tsunami, did you hear there's a seven seven point three earthquake that's getting off of Fukushima? Yeah, tsunami. I was like, oh, that poor fucking island just cannot, just cannot dodge it. No, fuck no. This is. I mean, I can keep going if you want. You do you remember the? You remember how the Book of Eli starts? Where he's hunting a fucking cat and all the all the ash and everything. 
Yeah. So, uh, anybody, anybody ready to start cooking cats down for fat? Oh my god! So, you want me to finish? Oh yeah, keep going. All right. <laughs> this episode, this episode is literally doom and gloom. I am okay with it. <laughs> we can rip into some of the other more juicy topics later. All right, cool. All and, right, at so the end, pops is gonna be like, "Oh, and you're adopted, by the way." I'm like, "Shit, <laughs> my life is turned upside down." All right, wait, 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 pop, say it, say it, say it to me. <laughs> hey, tear, you're adopted. I know. <laughs> it was funny because my parents didn't think I remembered it, and I was sitting there one day. And Mom's like, "How come you've never said that you knew the entire time?" I was like, "Why does it matter?" Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, you know why? Okay, here's something. Now, this this just you know, you'll when I say this, you're both just gonna be that's fucking you. One kid was trying to give me shit for being adopted. He goes, "Oh, you were adopted. Your parents didn't want you." I was like, "No, no, no. Think about this. Your parents have to keep you." Mine chose me. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right. So, Doom and Gloom, give me something good. Give me the good stuff. Quit with the B League shit. That's not B League. Radioactive tsunami is B League. Yeah, it, it lacked a kind of flair with like I don't know, mutated triple-headed sharks. I mean. You held your finger. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> the reason that the reason that people in Congress don't take nuclear war seriously is because they believe in mutually assured destruction, right? Because the offensive don't do anything if they can't get us, right? Because we have missile defenses, or they're afraid that we'll shoot ours at them, right? Mutually assured destruction. Unfortunately for us, the Russians have developed the most advanced anti-missile system in the world. By the way, they're sending them to China. So the S-400 and the A-135 are vastly superior to anything we have now. And there is a sophisticated S-500 that is currently being put into service. It's designed for intercepting and destroying ICBMs as well as hypersonic cruise missiles. Aircraft, air defense against airborne early warning and control for jamming aircraft with a planning range or planned range of 600 kilometers for anti-ballistic missiles, 500 kilometers for air defense. S-500 will be able to detect and simultaneously engage up to 10 ballistic hypersonic targets flying at speeds of 5 kilometers per second to a limit of 7 kilometers per second. It also aims at destroying hypersonic cruise missiles and other aerial targets at speeds of higher than Mach 5, as well as spacecraft. The altitude of a target engaged can be as high as 200 kilometers or 120 miles. It is effective against ballistic missiles with a launch range of 3,500 kilometers. The radar reaches a radius of 3,000 kilometers. Other targets has been announced to defend against includes unmanned area vehicles, low Earth orbit satellites, and space weapons launched from hypersonic aircraft and hypersonic orbital platforms. So, <clears throat> my buddy goes on and sits here and says, look, the hypersonic orbital platforms, nobody describes it. But, allow me to describe it for you. Remember the rumored rods from God that everybody talks about? That's the hypersonic ballistic platform. So, okay, we'll continue. 
Uh, <laughs> we would we would be destroyed. They would not. But most Americans don't but realize they're even, rushed. Huh? Yeah, but if you use those, there's not even a threat of radiation. Just, just a fucking hole. We could talk about the neutron bomb. So they developed a neutron bomb. Basically, you let you 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 launch the neutron bomb, it explodes, and it destroys all living matter. <laughs> but all the buildings and infrastructure are just fine. I continue with my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so most Americans don't realize the Russians have systems that are greater than ours. In other words, the balance of power, the mutually assured destruction, isn't mutually assured anymore. Most of our leaders continue to mock the idea. They're, he sits here and he goes, do you remember when Obama said uh, to Mitt Romney during the presidential debate 1980 called they want their foreign policy back? Well, he sits here and he goes, the 1980s called, they want their mutually assured destruction back. So I'll give you an example. He sits here and he linked to me a quote by Senator Lindsey Graham. Oh. He echoed a sentiment that Robert Reich did, right? That conflict will not escalate to the most dire situation. It's not going, here's the quote. Well, it's not going to be World War III. This is all a bluff, Graham said during an appearance on the Sunday Morning Futures. Putin knows that no one wins in a nuclear exchange. If he ordered a strike on the United States, a general would shoot him in the head. It is this sort of thinking that will eventually get us all killed. I believe no. the Russians don't want a nuclear war, but the Russians have been preparing one for several decades. And when it finally arrives, it won't be the U.S. that has the upper hand. Just saying. No, our government has been so worried about fucking pronouns and, and you know, crazy other, other shit that has nothing to do with anything. So, you know, coddling every other fucking country that wants to come in here undocumented or whatnot and saying, oh, no, that's their right. We have to take care of. We have to take care of these people when other countries who fucking hate our guts have been doing nothing but hating us and preparing to hate us harder. You know, that's why when they sit here and they talk to, they start freaking about the bio labs. Do you really think Russia doesn't have fucking bio labs bio in their labs, country? Right? Hello, we know China does. Wuhan, anyone? You're telling me over the past whatever, how many years they took to develop all that stuff? They were just like, you know what? That's enough, you know. Like, yeah, we have double enough. the number of nukes, yeah, and our yeah, technology yeah. level is the same. Here, I'll yeah. give you one. I'll give you one. China has a sub that sits at the bottom of a port. They're hole breaker subs. So when a ship pulls over, right, like a uh, carrier battle group, we're unmatched when it comes to sea dominance. The United States, because of our carrier battle groups. But all of them have certain weaknesses. They all have to travel through choke points like the Suez Canal. So this submarine sits on the bottom for months at a time, waits for a battle group to fly, shoot over the head, and then they just launch straight up right through the hole at the bottom where its weakest point is and crack the keel. Done. I want to get off this ride. 
just when though when did it become our mission to become military militarily insufficient and uh not a world a world superpower anymore a world leader in in anything or or feel that we had to defend ourselves you know what's funny to me and i said it uh when he did it but obama's apology tour oh yeah really oh, should i i'm going to be honest with you i don't think that it's as dire as my buddy sent me but my buddy can only send me information that has to do with the other side. He can't send me information that has to do with our side because it's classified as a secret. If it gets out on our podcast, the stuff that Russia has, maybe it'll wake some people the fuck up. But mutually assured destruction ain't necessarily going to be the way it goes. People talk about it all the time. Oh, it's not going to hurt us. It's not going <laughs> to we're untouchable. See, it's our bravado and the fact that we're back-to-back -back World War champs, right? This is here at, I mean, you've got John Wayne, you've got Chris Kyle, you've got, you know, the lone survivor where we beat the odds and we're the heroes and we're this morally righteous people, but we're not. But we brought everybody up to believe it, and then we started to let in ideologies that disagreed with that current pace so now we've got idiots like dan crenshaw who sits here and wants to go we must act or lindsey graham that sits here called for the assassination of putin right multiple times where you sit here you have lindsey graham when tulsi gabbard brought up and said hey we need to sit here and talk about these bioweapons, said, well, that's just a talking point for Putin. You're a Putin sympathizer. <clears throat> Do you know what McCarthyism is? <laughs> I mentioned that before. Yeah, we're there. Red Scare 2. Yep. Red Scare 2.0. If you ha show any support, have any Russian memorabilia, any of it, you're going to be targeted. And they're going to sit here and focus. I mean, look, you have people already calling for the censorship and investigation of Tulsi Gabbard simply because she asked a fucking question. You have people that are calling for the censorship and removal and investigation of Tucker Carlson simply because he wants to know why we should sacrifice our most sacred treasure, the blood of our children, because that's what's going to be spent. More than wars, more, I mean, more than gold, more than weapons, more than cash. Our children are our greatest asset. Why should I sacrifice them for this? And simply by asking that question, you are a terrorist. I'm on another watch list. I mean, I'm already on a bunch of them, so what's one more, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, when did we become that? It's a good question. When did we become the country of you can't question anything? These are what, you know, when I grew up, these are things that we were taught to question. Okay. I know that you are not into Q, right? That you don't like Q. You I don't like Q either, but, but, but listen, I want you to mark what specific day happened today, 24 months ago.
It is the day that the government, I'll tell you, it is the day the government came out and said two weeks to flatten the curb. Jesus. Today, 24 months ago, and we have learned nothing. And if you don't think that that date is significant, I think that it's all timed. I think that we just took all of the tyranny that was in the... Now, last night I was thinking that if we know how scared everybody is about this virus, even if they claim that they're not, right, about the vaccines and that there's a certain segment of the population that is always going to live in fear of it, right? To mesh this with that is perfect. You can sit here and control both sides very easily. Want to see how? You have a war. That takes care of the right. Right? They're going to focus what side is more righteous. They're going to fight amongst themselves. In May, the war will come to an end. One way or the other. Right? Either Russia will take Ukraine. And we will let them, or Putin will die for whatever reason, and they'll find some sort of peace. But at the same time, a new variant will come out, and it will be so much more dangerous. Well, they're already speaking of a new variant, right? Yes, I know. You're saying you need a fourth shot, otherwise you're not considered vaccinated. There was a a report that came out from... Uh, Moderna not that long ago that said be prepared for more variants more deadly and more dangerous so you see you lock down your lefties with the masks and stay at home two weeks to flatten the curb right they're going to sit here and split us as many ways as they po- as possible because the <clears throat> stopping of freedom Right. If you believe in a cabal, if you believe that there are people who want a great reset, and we know there are because Charles Schwab decided he was going to come out, right, and sit here and talk about the great reset, the World Economic Forum, come out and talk about the great reset. Joe Biden used the slogan from the great reset. Build back better is the great is the great reset, right? He they're openly saying it now, right? They're not hiding, but the problem is, is that America stands in their way. So they're going to do everything possible. Now you have all of these countries that are going to sit here and sell their oil to China. They're going to sell their oil and stuff other than the American dollar. Which means all of that money is coming back. Hyperinflation starts. You're going to have to push a wheelbarrow full of cash to buy a loaf of bread. You're going to sit here and... They jacked up the rates, the interest rates, for the first time to control inflation. They're going to have to do it eight more times this year to stop inflation, but it's too late. We owe too much money to too many people. Now, we're not as bad as Israel, but Israel is right there too. Do you realize that Israel runs on a 248% deficit? They owe more than their GDP 248 times. Not quite, not, we're not quite at that level, but uh, watch what happens. I think China's going to stay out of it for right now. 
but I think they're going to take all of the money that they can while they can. Yeah. They're insolvent, too. I mean, every nation on this planet is insolvent, with the exception of maybe Russia right now. Now, they did forfeit on their loan, right? But that doesn't hurt Russia. Russia has the money to pay for it, but the banks won't take it. It's not going to hurt Russia. Nobody wants to do business with Russia. So they can default. Who's that hurt? Businesses. But let me ask you a question. Remember how we talked about the ESG scores and the the credit responsibility scores, right? All of those, right? Mm -hmm. Who determined what government law, what government organization, right, mandates, whatever you want to call them, told the businesses to abandon all of their capital in Russia and not do business? None. They did it on their own. They did it on their own to cripple Russia. That is fascism. (laughs) When a government tells a corporation or the corporations decide to work for the government, that is the definition of fascism. It's... Right. No, I... We're watching the United States try to cancel China and Russia. That's the what problem is. is, the problem is, we're going to lose everything. Going to. If you're in a city, get to the audience. If you're in a city, get out now. If you need, if, if you haven't started stocking up on food and supplies, start now. Even if you never use it, I'm totally wrong on all of this stuff. It will be cheaper to buy now than it will be in a month. It will be cheaper to buy now than it will be in six months. Start prepping now. Get out of the city if you can. Get silver. Don't get Bitcoin. Get silver. Either one of you ever think that we'd hit this point in our lifetime? Shut up, boss. Even <laughs> no. you admit it. You know, Even it's happening it. faster. A lot I kinda, faster. I kind of hoped that I would be alive for it anyhow, but I knew it was coming in my lifetime. I just didn't think it would be within two years of fucking COVID. It's genius, though. But like you said, like we're trying to cancel Russia and China. But we're destroying ourselves, but our feelings won't be hurt at least. Yeah. 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 yeah but hey, hey, guys, we, we're under nuclear fallout. Everybody remember to wear your hazmat suit outside and try not to wear bright, flashy colors or the Russians will shoot okay. you. But we don't have mean tweets anymore. If, yeah. if you want to look now, remember the largest number that I gave you was 100, 100 megaton, right? There's a resource that you can go to if you want to see how close to a, a major city you are, what the fallout and stuff will be. It's called nuclearsecrecy.com slash nuke map. You can enter in your address, choose whatever type of bomb. You can go all the way to the projected SAR Bomba, which was 10,000 uh, megatons. Right, which is the biggest one ever built, right? And you can sit here like I live far away from many major cities. So I sit here and I took, okay, I want to see what the 
the projected Sar Bomba, the full size one, hit Jacksonville, Florida. Where is the death ring? Where is the fallout ring? Where <laughs> is you? You become the proud owner of new beachfront property. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I say. It doesn't make sense for me to go there. I'm 45. I'm on Long Island. I'm 45 minutes away from New. 45 minutes to an hour away from New York City. I'm in the kill zone. <laughs> you know, like that's I, okay. I that's okay. Let's play a game. Name the top three nuked cities during World War Three. Hiroshima and Nagasaki. No, no, no. In the United States, what is the number three states targets wise? Um, New York. Washington, D.C.? Nope. New York City? Nope. States. You, you don't have to be that general in terms of cities. States. So it's not New York? Nope. It's not even Maryland, Delaware, none of them. Oh, wait. Oh, uh, New Mexico. Nope. Don't say Vegas. <laughs> no. How you figure? Because there were several of them that were dropped. No, no, I'm not saying most nuke. I mean, in case of World War Three, where is Russia going to target? Oh, Florida and California. Nope. What the fuck? Texas? Nope. You'll never guess it. It's It's my best trivia question. I love it because nobody ever thinks of it. But the Russians do. Not Kentucky. No. Even though we Not have the Alaska. largest we have the largest repository of fucking nerve agents. You want uh, you want me to tell you? Give me a hint. Oh wait. Okay. Oh, no. wait, 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 wait. Is Colorado one? Nope. One Hold of on. them is one of them is north of Balder. North Dakota? But there's nothing fucking there. Except for fucking nuclear silos. Oh, Oh, if you were going to attack, you would attack sources that would sit here and stop the ability to be destroyed, right? Yeah. So North Dakota, Wyoming, and Idaho. Yeah. Idaho? Utaho? Um, why? <laughs> because of the number. It's either Idaho or Montana. They're both really close to each other in terms of the number of... Uh, nuclear weapons within the state in terms of nuclear silos. Because, let's face it, if you sit here and you sink a sub, right, uh, they may carry a lot of payload and you have to worry about it, and I'm sure that they'll get struck, but there is over 450 missile, missile silos in those three states alone. And they can be reloaded. This is the war games that I play. So no commune in 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 Wyoming. South Dakota? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. In Wyoming? No, that was a horrible idea when it first came up. It's still a horrible idea. I said the same damn thing. The ground freezes for 36 fucking inches. What are you gonna goddamn do with it? Never mind. I've already blown my gasket on that one. I'm telling you where I'm sitting is perfect. I mapped everything out. I'm outside of the ring of radiation. I'm outside of for all of the I, major towns. I I am too when it comes to nukes. But if the, if the if if that fucking if that fucking drill site where they're trying to drill down to the 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 core 
to get magma so they can have the perpetual energy, the one that they're oh, yeah, yeah. right over the goddamn caldera. If that thing blows, I'm like on the outside edge of your fucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm safe from that one too. You know, I, I I I picked very well. No, let's be honest. You picked a place that you compromised, and you picked a place where your wife wouldn't get cold. No, I picked a place. Yeah, you're right. I couldn't leave Florida, but I picked a place <laughs> where where in Florida or North Georgia was safest. No, now you want to you want to tell Marcus about that? What? They wanted to fucking drill into the goddamn caldera. Oh, yeah, yeah. So MIT created this own little side business, and their goal is that within the next 100 days, they want to sit here and dig the deepest hole for geothermal energy ever, 12 and a half miles. Just so you know, that breaks the crust in certain places in the... Uh, they, they want to go 20-something miles eventually and create geothermal plants that radiate free energy from everyone. Yeah, it's called a fucking lava plume, asshole. <laughs> yeah, and then, no, no, tell him where. Because I, I, I was like, okay. That's you know I was kidding place. about the location, right? They didn't oh. give one in the article. Oh. Right? <laughs> I was joking. I said, well, if they, go, if they want to go the easy road, they could just drill it in Yellowstone. The caldera is right near the surface. You're an ass. You told me that at like two o'clock in the morning, knowing I did tell you that it was a joke. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. The, you might have thought the, about it. The Yellowstone was a joke. I told you that. My I wife slapped me for it. Trust oh, me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you're an asshole. Hey, I'm half a fucking. Wait a minute. What night was this? Was it Sunday night? I don't remember. It had to been Sunday. So either Hold Sunday on, you're gonna make me go through all that doom news just to find out. If it was Saturday night, I have a good excuse for not not remembering. How. Fair, fair. And I mean, why, why? Hey guys, we can't lay down an oil pipeline because it's harmful to the environment. But we're gonna drill down to magma. What I think is funny is they're willing to get oil from every other country but our own. With a fucking... Do, do they not drill it there? Does their oil production not affect... The United energy? States is the cleanest producer of fossil fuels on the planet. It's not even close. We have the cleanest coal. We have the cleanest oil. And we transport it through pipelines, which cuts out on the diesel and the accidental drops. Yes, there is some leakage in all of them, but whoop-de-fucking-do. You think Venezuela or China or Russia give a fuck about the environment? No, that is first world fucking problems. And we want to sit here and bitch about that shit because <coughs> we're fucking retarded. Sorry, go ahead. Tell us how you really feel, why don't you? <laughs> I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. Because I sit here and I, and I look at it and go, wait a minute. You know how many communities just in my area alone? In, in my little corner with, with um, Kentucky, Virginia, West Virginia. How many places went bust because Obama fucked the coal business? Yep. They told you. They admitted to it that they were going to sit here and destroy the coal industry. Yeah, good luck charging your electric vehicles without fossil fuels, dumbasses. 
hey, we don't want to mess up the environment, but we built the fucking Hoover Dam, and that's supposedly fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, any bets on uh, if the 35th serial killer has awakened yet? Oh, that's right. We got we just got rid of one. There's always 35 rolling around. On average, there are 35 serial killers loose in the United States at any given time. So since they caught one, that means there's 34 until another one awakens. They didn't they catch that one up in uh, up in your neck of the woods there, Marky Mark? I believe they did. I believe they caught him down in um, the homeless man killer. Yeah. yeah, I believe they caught him in in uh, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. Yeah. When you realize man's inhumanity to man, you realize that the concept of a devil is redundant. That's why I keep telling people, hell is empty. All the demons are here. They're up here taking fucking notes. Yeah. There's nothing worse that anybody or anything could ever do to us that we don't do it to ourselves. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This is a little petty, and I apologize. No one else will get the joke. But I'm pretty for sure the 35th one already woke up. Does he eat? Oh, my chocolate starfish. (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit, you're right. (laughs) You're in trouble. I'd wake up to a rabbit on the the stove. (laughs) No, that's not a serial killer. No, I'll just be target number. I'll be I'll be victim number one. Y'all can trace it back from there. That's true. I need a big big neon sign that says, "I did not feel suicidal. I did not kill myself, and I did not go willingly." Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I can't go look any deeper into our notes chat because Freya has. I started running across hers again, and I I can't deal with the stuff that she... Dude, you should start being like me. You delete it the second it comes up and just don't say nothing. I can't. I use it for future reference. She's going to be upset she missed this. (laughs) Ah, fair, fair, fair. Maybe we can get her on the next one when we talk about some really juicy shit. Yeah, we're going to talk about why I don't give a fuck if we're nuked. Yeah, there's a couple. I still haven't watched that video you sent that said that uh, you're okay with nuclear war now. <laughs> when we take our you, break before we do the next one, I'll watch you want, it. You want to hear it? I'll yeah. play it. Hold on. Is this going to give us a sneak peek for the next episode? Oh, uh, yeah. Hold on. James has been here. All right, yeah, I'm voting. I'm voting asteroid or nuke in 2024. Yeah. Of course, I started saying that when they did the whole, um, the whole dance for the Earth gay parade, and it was a dude in really short shorts, skinny as hell, twerking on the ground while throwing glitter everywhere. And I said, at some point, we done fucked up. Ready? No, because because everybody else's reactions. Oh, this is going to be my my honest. You probably want to. Hey, it's me, L I Z. Let God arise and the white man be scattered. Let God, let God arise. Hey, it's me, L I Z. Whiteies, listen to this speech. I'm about to spit into this MIC. 
Only way to earn her R-E-S-P-E-C-T is to get down on our knees and R-E-S-P-E-N-T. Because the queen's got melanin. It's what we like in our skin. So to be let in, we got to apologize for our sin. What the fuck? Uh, I can play it again for you. Uh, don't, don't, don't you dare. No. Too late. No. <laughs> it's not loading. You're lucky. Oh. Stop sharing now. Oh, my God. You fuck was that? And Odin's just like, nope, we're going to stop right here and just save that for the next episode. Like, what the fuck was that? All right. And with that... I'm Odin. This is Tear. And we'll be back with another episode of Winter's Call. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.